Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. In a couple minutes, I'm going to pin a link to the top of the room, and what that link's going to be is it's going to be a link to the live stream, 
And we're going to do this in two ways. One, we are going to do this on Clubhouse. This is the primary methodology of how we're going to have this conversation. We're going to dig into building relationships. I like being practical and tactical. So I'm going to show you how to actually build and manage a database, give you some tools that I've used over the years, and always try and give you some information from people much smarter than me. So I'm going to show you a tactic that Judy Fox taught me that is putting me in touch with some pretty high level developers and real business. But first, welcome to Breakfast with Champions. This is quite the space to be in. There are 80 plus entrepreneurs from all over the world. I've learned so much from so many different people and the proximity of relationships is really what has caused exponential growth for me. So you're definitely in the right place. A couple ways that you can interact is you can be on Clubhouse and you can put your hand up, you can participate on stage, you can click on the mods, you can look at the people to the right and to the left of you, and you can see who is in your space and you can start literally messaging them and connecting. That is how you develop relationships on this platform. I would also recommend you click on Sarah, Glenn, Lolita, and Mr. Scott when you see him and then follow them to the actual live show. So they're doing one of the best or the best morning show on the planet from seven to 9 a.m. on multiple platforms. I like following them on YouTube because the more I follow them on YouTube, the more I see them pop up on my YouTube stream throughout the daytime, and it feels like they're hanging with me all day. There's all many, many other places that you can see them. So I think that covers most bases. Are we good to go, Sarah? Let's do this. I can't wait. I'm super, super, super excited for it. All right, let me pull this link really quick. I'm going to throw it to the top of the room. One thing I do want to encourage people about YouTube is, especially for the Breakfast with Champions segments, there's a chat function in there. So I'm going to be doing live Q&As in the chat function. So if anybody's in the room, you can click on the YouTube link, and I'm going to go live in a couple minutes here. I'll be watching that chat box very, very closely. So I use an application called StreamYard. It allows me to stream on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, all at the same time, but all the comments show up in the same space. I'm hoping by next week, what I will be able to do is give the Clubhouse users a super secret link so that you can come on if you feel like at a 530 in the morning and do an actual face to face. And we can give you a shout out in this space. It's probably one of the best places to get connected with other people. But if you're not camera ready or you're busy throughout the daytime, whether it's this segment or it's breakfast with champions, I am telling you, that chat box in the right is an amazing place to be because you can develop relationships in there as much as anywhere else. And I know I'm working on getting Glenn his super chat function um, set up for the YouTube channel. And that is a fun, fun space to be. The kiddos know what super chats are all about. I know that we're not as young as some of the kids on Twitch and YouTube, but I'm telling you, it is the future. There's Ramon Ray. I see him right now. So I'm going to kick off the live stream in a minute here, and then we will get right into the episode. So I'm going live. And three, two, and one, we are live. And today we're gonna to be diving in how to create and manage relationships. If you wanna be on the inside track, what you have to do is you gotta to go to Clubhouse right now because we are with Breakfast with Champions, which is the breakfast table that I am at every single morning and has made a huge impact in my life. I was having a conversation with Glenn about the new morning show that they launched from seven to 9 a.m. And he talks about how, man, the world is just, so so rife with negativity and the way they start off the day is with just fear right and i think one reason why i like doing this is it's going to change the perceptions of how to build relationships in a positive light so let's kick it off there first with that conversation around 
what it means to build relationships. Because I think a lot of people think, well, networking and building relationships, you know, that's that greasy salesman that's going to all the networking conferences, handing out business cards and just trying to build the database so that he can try and sell me something. Well, unfortunately, that is the reality of it for quite a few people that are out there trying to do this, but I can tell you they're doing it the wrong way. I think building relationships is one of the most powerful things. And you'll hear me say this multiple times throughout this episode, you know, you make money through your work, but you become wealthy through your relationships. I do think that there's a breaking point as you start building your relationships where you need to be thoughtful about them so that you're fulfilling the promises to the people that you are making. I'm going to give you some actual tools on how to do it. I'm going to show you some of my methodology and I'm going to give you one very, very simple way that you can approach people that maybe you feel you have no business knowing over the next, you know, three, six, nine months and actually develop relationships with them. There's one developer that I actually picked up. It took me about nine months to do it. And I'm now working on about 155 homes for him. And it started with this exact methodology that I'm going to show you. Um, my name's Justin Conical. If you've never met me, I own a real estate brokerage. I own a production company and an agency. The agency and the production company came via almost like McDonald's making their own French fries. We were putting out a ton of content. We attract 90% plus of our clients through our content marketing. It's all organic. By the time they call me, they typically know who I am as a person. So there's not a whole lot of conversion that happens, but I wanted to internalize it. The production company then became a company where we help small businesses and also massive companies like we're working at the NHL right now. There's a large yogurt company that we did some work for as well. And entrepreneurs get their voices out in a tangible way. Um, the agency kind of started the same way too, where you know I was going to large digital companies and what they wanted to charge me to run Facebook ads just didn't make a whole lot of sense. So I just did it myself, you know learn how to make the sauce, started hiring people around doing it. And now we work strictly by referral only. The cool thing about this page is you're going to hear a lot of the insights on how I do things, literally exactly how we do them for the company. Um, but back to the real estate side of things, my database is massive. So Prime, this little hat that you see if you're on the live YouTube stream, is the most trusted name in real estate, right? That's my moonshot. I want to be a global brand, doesn't matter where you are, you see that name and you attribute it with, oh, I can trust them. I know these people know what they're talking about. The interesting thing about our real estate branch is we cover every single aspect of real estate. We do residential, commercial, agricultural, um, new development. We do recreational properties. Sounds like a lot, right? Well, it was when I started and it was just me, but I called it focused diversification, meaning I could be working with a large commercial client and then sell him a luxury property. And, you know, there, there's definitely a transfer of interest because he already trusts me, but the skill set that I had to develop in each of those pillars became to the point where I started having to leverage. So I built little Navy SEAL teams for each ones, but the same premise in real estate can apply to your business as well. And that is marketing and sales. Now, marketing is, you know, attracting clients or developing relationships with clients, which is what we're going to talk about today which leads to they need something and then that converts to the actual sales component. And then typically they become a past client and they move back into the relationship bucket. My favorite thing to do every single year is look at the list of clients I worked with last year and look at the ones that I absolutely loved working with. And I think you know what I'm talking about. You'll have those clients that their phone rings or your phone rings 
and you get anxiety, right? You're not super hyped about taking that phone call. Either maybe they're just not your people, they have a disrespectful tone, they're a time vampire, whatever that sounds like, I think everybody knows that feeling. Then you have those clients that you can't wait to pick up the phone. You find yourself talking for 45 minutes to an hour and a half about them. You know, I'll find myself talking to you know, a client about everything but real estate and they're calling me about real estate. And then in the last 10 minutes, we're like, oh yeah, I'll set up a showing. We'll draft an offer tomorrow. We'll get that deal done. So I want to get you to that place where you've got those clients that you're picking up the phone and you're talking about everything but the transaction. Because like I said in the beginning, your job will give you the ability to make money, but you will become wealthy when you have an absolute depth of relationship. So if you're on the Clubhouse app, you got two ways that you can do this. You can sit in Clubhouse, you can DM me. I will watch my back channel. If you have any questions about this, I will do my best to answer them throughout the segment. If you are on the YouTube stream, oh my goodness, there's a whole bunch of you here. Um, click the link at the top of the Clubhouse screen, jump into the stream and you can fire away questions there. I'll pop in and out for Q and A's. Sarah, this is the primary platform. So if you need me or anybody wants to interrupt me on Clubhouse, all my attention will be on Clubhouse because this is where we do the breakfast with champions. First thing I want to talk about before we get into the relationship building process, and I did say process because I'm Canadian, so I can say process to make people feel happy, whatever you guys prefer, is you need a system before you even start. The reason that I say that is I did it the opposite way. So we're going to learn from my mistakes today. The way I did it was I just started putting people in my phone and then doing my job and then having a checklist. And then when that checklist got full, I built another checklist. And when that checklist got full, I built another checklist. And then I had all these checklists and I wasn't following up the way I should be. I was intaking clients, developing relationships, you know, not calling people back as quickly as I can today because I didn't have a system in place. And one of my mentors taught me very early on system solutions for people problems. So the very first thing I'm gonna tell you if you're watching this and we're gonna get into relationship building and intentionality around it, is you need a CRM, a customer relationship management tool. There's a lot of tools out there. What I'll encourage you is understand the principle is the same for all of them. All you really need to think about is name, phone number, an email to start. The next thing that I would say is the tags or categories of people that you're going to be putting into your database. If you can keep those four things very segmented and simple and not get bogged down into the features and benefits of all of the different platforms, it's an absolute game changer because I have jumped from platform to platform over the years I've used Salesforce, I've used HubSpot, I've used Gmail, which wasn't the most effective. Um, now I use Follow-Up Boss, but every single time I bounce from one CRM to another, when I export all of my contacts, as long as I'm tagging them appropriately and I have their phone numbers and emails, I'm supercharged and super powered to be able to leave one platform and not feel a sunk cost fallacy that, oh my gosh, I spent so much time building this system, I can't possibly leave it. Because as you grow in your business and your relationships, sometimes you'll outgrow the systems that you're using. The premise behind a CRM is that is your business, right? If you're not spending time in your CRM, you're typically doing what I was talking about earlier, flying by the seat of your pants, taking phone calls, doing whatever you wanna do on a daily basis with a massive lack of intentionality. And there's a joke amongst all people that are high producers that use CRMs and you know will constantly jump into these sales groups 
and they'll say, what's the best CRM? And this response comes every single time. If anybody's in the comments, drop it in the comments. It is the one that you use. So, oh, there you go. Ramon Ray is saying Nimble Keep, HubSpot. Ramon Ray has some great tips on some CRMs as well, too. Um, and my tip for that is put your CRM into your calendar 15 to 30 minutes a day. I am a crazy person when it comes to my time blocking because it's given me the most freedom I can possibly imagine. The last segment I did on Breakfast with Champions was about my time blocking. Um, and I kind of went into that. I'll also speak to how I do that with intentionality with my relationship building and time blocking. But I would say, get a CRM, start building a database, start putting people into that database, and then start segmenting them based on your world. I'll use the world of real estate because I think it'll make sense for a lot of people, but you can use it for a custom sneaker company or a coffee shop or whatever that looks like. So the first thing that I'm doing from a marketing standpoint is I'm attracting people to my business, right? Which is called marketing and branding. So if they come into my CRM, typically they're a lead. They get called a lead. I don't really like that word because it sounds like what I said earlier, where you're just trying to monetize a relationship. To me, it's just a friend I haven't met yet. So they come into the pipeline and maybe they clicked on an ad and they're curious about a property that I launched or access to the investment seminars we do, whatever that looks like, right? The first thing I have to do is I have to have some type of intentionality around what that touch point looks like with that client. So whether it's somebody that I'm putting into my system or has come in through a lead ad that I have, what's my first action step? And the, what I like to do is what Sirhan taught me, and it was become a 60-second friend with that person. You know, connect with them. Not even get into the details about what they're calling you for, but just try and connect with them on a one-to-one -one basis. So I'll typically call that person and just you know address what they clicked on or why they clicked on it. So think about it like a YouTube video. So if they call me on a new development, be like, hey, it's Justin. Um, looks like you want first access to the Bluepoint project. Kicks it off. And then I trigger the 60-second friend conversation where I try and get a little bit of insight into who they are, where they're from, and maybe what we have in commonality to develop a little bit of that trust factor so we can move to the next stage. The reason that I do that is typically if you see me in my three-piece suit, you're going to assume that I'm going to try and sell you something. What I'm trying to get to them is that I'm a human being and I'm a normal dude just like anybody else and that we can do business together. Um, Sarah yesterday launched one amazing training for some of the mods and Alexandra Carter came on. I dropped a bomb. Um, I'll share the tip. Everybody should go buy her book. It's absolute fire. I ordered 20 copies for my team yesterday and she said something as simple as this. If I had said to that client or that lead that came in, would you like to more know more about the Bluepoint project? Or I said, tell me your interests about the Bluepoint project. Which one do you think is going to get a better result? When you lead a conversation with the word would, it's kind of an endpoint conversation. You're closing the door once they answer the question. If I ask them about, tell me about why you're interested in the Bluepoint project, all of a sudden I'm going to find out, are they looking to relocate? Are they looking to retire? Are they looking for an investment property? It's actually going to give me a lot more information. So Alexander Carter, wherever you are in the world, thank you for that tip. It's going to change how I do intakes and relationship building. I had a question from Kate Volman. Do you use the same CRM for all your companies? So that's a great question, Kate. Um, yes and no, if that makes sense. So Prime is the platform that all of our agents operate under. We have the core team at Prime, which manages all the pillars I spoke about. 
that core team, yes, I actually purchased a license for follow-up boss for every single one of my team members. That is because on the back end, the really cool thing about that is as you scale, it allows us to see the communication between parties. So if Kyle's working on a new dev file with a client, say, I need to call, I don't need to call Kyle and then ask him, hey, what have you and Gary been talking about? If Kyle's been doing his job properly and documenting everything in the CRM, I can get a full rundown of where we're at in the file, connect with that client. The client feels like, oh my gosh, how are these guys so well connected? Have that conversation. And I lose that inefficiency of having to call Kyle, say, hey, where are we at with the Peter file? Um, and then call Peter. Does that make sense, Kate? Like, you know, splitting between having to just stop what I'm doing to get caught up and then go back and, and ask that question and then call the client. Like that inefficiency makes everything. That was a phenomenal question. Um, I would say on a personal level, I do encourage everybody to build their own databases though. So the other thing with Prime is we're not your typical brokerage. Um, we don't recruit. I turned away about 35 agents last year and we're heavy, heavy about the agents building their own brand. I encourage them to export their own contacts into their own proprietary CRM because if they're with a company, unlike say mine, where once they leave, sometimes those companies will actually shut the door on you and not let you export that CSV file or those clients. So you wanna make sure that you talk to whoever you're working with to make sure you understand what you can and can't do. So again, I try and be the benevolent leader that helps people transition to new places in their life but not everybody has that same intentionality, right? Sometimes you work within organizations that use CRMs and the second you tell them you're going somewhere else, they have the you're dead to me mentality and they cut off all your access and they take all your contacts and then they email them and say, hey, so-and-so moved on, we'll be taking over your file now, which is not necessarily the best thing. So you wanna make sure you had that conversation with your leader early, early on and understand what that looks like. Um, there's really good apps, I think, in Gmail and Google Workspace that have integrated CRMs. But I don't want to get bogged down just in the CRM part. I want to give you some tactical tools on building relationships on top of that. Um, but one last thing is I did say time block your CRM time. CRM time. And one strategy I use that works exceptionally well is if I talk about the different pipelines or stages of business in real estate, Typically I have buyers, typically I have sellers, typically I have people under contract and typically I have past clients, right? If I really dilute it down to those four buckets, what I do is each time block in my calendar, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is delegated to one of those specific things. Now I do mix them up all the time because I don't want to be a robot and I want to act like a normal human being, but it gave me intentionality while I was building the habit of, oh, you know what? Monday, I'm checking out all of my seller files. What's happening in their area? What are we doing to market their property? Did we get any offers last week? And you know, what can we do to move the ball forward? Tuesdays, I would start looking at my buyers and being like, man, okay, there's no inventory. How can I create inventory? Should I just call them, see where they're at? What does that look like? Wednesdays, under contract. How are our files doing? Sometimes I call the lenders, sometimes I call the lawyers and you'd be shocked at how many times just having that little time block save deals. Because if you're working with an agent and they're not calling your lawyer or lender, you should find another agent. Um, it's one of those things that really can prevent problems and save you a lot of money down the timeline. And then past clients, five a day. So I put in my calendar five past clients a day, get a phone call from me or a pop by or an Instagram DM or some type of communication. That has been the most powerful thing for my business because how many of you have worked with a real estate agent that once you did the deal, just never called you back. You probably would have used them again, 
had they called you back or stayed top of mind, but you met somebody else at a party and then all of a sudden you went to go buy another house and you really like that person. So that's the person that you use. So one of the biggest hacks to how we grew our business is that intentionality around just touching base with past clients and making sure that we're following back with friends. We will get to that and how you can do that across other platforms, not just the phone calls and not just from a sales standpoint. You can actually do it with real life relationships too, which is pretty cool. Um, but that's kind of the structure around how I did it. Now, how do you actually start engaging with clients? Let's start at zero, right? And let's pretend, oh, sorry, I got a comment. Monica reached my last two realtors were horrid. I wish I could have called you. <laughs> Anytime anybody in the family has any questions relating to real estate, I absolutely love my job. I'm not for sale. I don't need to get a paycheck on every piece of advice I give out. You're welcome to DM me. I'm here for you to bounce stuff off of. Um, I sit on professional standards committee, MLS advisory and brokerage advisory committees. And I just, I really want to elevate the industry. So Monica, I did want to mention that in case anybody here is dealing with any shady stuff in the real estate business, but going back to ground zero, and I'm talking to business owners that have multi-million dollars in sales. And I'm talking to people that have absolutely no relationships, no clients and are just starting. Maybe they don't even want clients. Maybe you just want to build relationships for speaking opportunities. All of these principles will still apply. And the reason why I say that this conversation is going to speak to both is I'll encourage people that even have a large business to strip it down every year and do that tactic that I said. Maybe take a list of all the files that you did last year, rate them one out of 10 in terms of enjoyment. Seven is not an option because seven is the get out of jail free card that everybody uses. So you're going to rate them one to six or eight to 10. And if you can target your eight to 10 relationships, you're going to have a levity and a joy about you and your work that you are going to attract people, like I said earlier, that aren't even going to question your fees or what you charge or what it's going to cost to work with you because that relationship is there. And people only really care about price in the absence of value or in the absence of trust. So Tony Mo, before I get to that portion, asked about MailChimp. She's not utilizing it very well. Tony Mo, a really quick strategy you can use for MailChimp is a monthly newsletter. Our monthly newsletter gets 30 to 40% open rates, which is massive for our industry because we lead with value. And this is the structure I'm actually going to give you right now. So grab your pen, Tony Mo, and think about your pillar of content, say your newsletter, and you want to frame it with the information I'm about to give you. So the first thing you need to figure out, say you've done that list and you have your eight out of tens and you've identified a people group, you need to think about who they are before you start thinking about what you want to sell them or what your say moonshot is, you want them on your podcast or whatever that looks like. And you got to figure out where they are and you got to figure out what their problems are. And I've spoke about this last week when we were talking about creating content, put yourself in their shoes and think about the issues that they have on a daily basis and what skill set you may have to be able to help them with those problems. Now you may not even have that skill set and we'll get to that in a second, but you do want to start identifying who those people are and where they're spending time. Let's use the best breakfast table on the planet, the breakfast with champions. If I look at this room, I can see a through line of some of the most intelligent, passionate, entrepreneurial people on the planet. I can tell you as I scroll down and I see Mary Lynn and I see TM and I see Renee and Dora Marie and I see Monica and I see Dakota and I see Candace, Kate, Lolita, Ramon, I see Sarah and Glenn and Lily. We're so different. 
right? Yet there is a through line where we're all trying to grow from a personal development standpoint every single day. Most of us have a very heavy entrepreneurial lean and we're just trying to figure this thing out together, right? We're looking at ways other people are doing it and maybe you're going to get one tip from this episode today that you're going to implement into your life and then maybe you're going to get some positivity from Ramon at 7.30 in the morning on the live show and then maybe you're going to get something tactical from Kate and you're going to start making your own recipe. I have identified a group and I'm sitting in it right now doing a live stream to you in that group that fits that eight to 10 that I'm super Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Passionate about. I think you can tell. It's 5.58 a.m. in the morning and I'm streaming live. I have a hat on because my hair is probably a disaster. I think that tells you that there's a certain level of passion to what I'm trying to do for this people group that I'm part of. Now, I don't need to convert people here because I have my businesses and I'm running them, but I can tell you, despite all my businesses, my wealth may come from this very room, right? I had a conversation with Kate two weeks ago about Florida and West Palm Beach and some of the connections that she has down there and some of the things that we're going to be doing down there and everything else. And you think about, you know, regardless of if there's no transaction in there, the relationships that could potentially be built by being in the right spaces and developing the right relationships can absolutely change your life. And I'm not thinking about Kate as a line on an expense sheet. I'm thinking about the things that she's struggling with more so than the things I'm struggling with. When I had that conversation with her and we were talking about YouTube and I saw how awesome her channel was and how good her videos are and how smart her brain is when it comes to marketing and, and that knowledge piece, Man, like I want to connect her with people that need what she has in her brain. Like there's stuff that she knows that I don't know. And now we've gone to that stage where we're on a talking basis because of the fact that we're trying to figure each other out and how we can help each other. She connected with me to try and help me out. And it ended up that I flipped the tables and now I'm thinking about solving her problem. So that's one way that anybody here can do it is you can find spaces, you can go onto places like Clubhouse, you can find Facebook groups, you can find YouTube communities. You are all amazing. Oh my gosh, Valerie, it's 259 where you are. And I'm looking at the comments and I'm seeing everything I'm speaking about. These are real human beings that I'm connecting with. And I can tell you when I see their names in the comments, if later on during the day, I get a DM from them on Instagram and they're like, hey, can I hop on a quick call? You'd be shocked how many of those phone calls I do and how much I'm happy to give back to people that are a member of my community. Tosh is another example of that. She came on, what, three or four weeks ago. Um, and then I did a quick Zoom or a quick Loom recording on a strategy that I think might work for her and her husband. So you never really know what can happen if you're in the right spaces with the right people. Now, I wanna talk about engaging in those communities because the people that are there and the community gatekeepers, I guess, if you want to call them that, are typically the people that are there to protect the community are always the ones that are pretty cognizant of the people and their intentionality when they're coming into those communities. So say you come into breakfast with champions and you want to develop those relationships. And the first thing that you do is you DM every single mod. Hi, 
probably not going to get you much of a response. Like I get so many of those now on Clubhouse. I'm assuming most of them are bots. I don't read the majority of them. Or you reach out to them on Instagram and you just pitch them and say, hey, come on my podcast before you've developed any type of relationship. Not that they want to be disrespectful to you, but for very honestly, they just don't probably have time or the podcast that they're running. They're so protective of co-signing people that they don't know that you're never going to get that shot across the bow accepted out of the gate. Right. What I'm telling you is you want to come into a space and you want to listen before you speak. You want to kind of read the room, understand who the players are, how they operate. You're going to be attracted to some. You're going to be not attracted to others. And that's okay. But you want to be very intentional about your participation in those spaces. Next thing I'd encourage you to do is identify core needs, questions, and problems. I run towards negativity. We have a massive snowstorm in Canada today. I'm trying to figure out the logistics of travel today. But I'm kind of smiling because I know everybody else is going to stay home and I'm going to get out there and get after it. I think it's the same thing when you come into spaces. When you're in Facebook groups, man, think about it. You have thousands of people commenting and asking questions on a daily basis. But how many times have you commented in a group with, say, 10,000 people and gotten, like, poor responses? You would be shocked. I would say, you know, YouTube comments, Facebook groups are really good places to stand out. And do the same thing that I told you with your CRM. Time block it in your calendar. I have my CRM time block at 10 to 12. It's a big time block because I spend a lot of time in my CRM. But 12 to 12.30, I actually have another time block called community engagement. Monday to Thursdays, what I typically do is I have a tab on my screen. I'll actually show it to you guys. If you're on the live stream, you can click on Clubhouse, top of the screen. It'll bring you to my YouTube channel. And I'm going to physically show you guys, but I'll explain it as I'm actually doing it so you can understand the methodology behind it. So I'm gonna open up a tab here. So if you look at my book bookmarks bar, you'll see I've got all my quick links to everything that I do on a daily basis. So this is where I'm getting practical again. You'll see I have different stuff. Well, I have my Oculus. That's where you're gonna find the prime verse. We'll talk about that another day. You're gonna see my CRM. So I actually have a quick link to my CRM, which is something that I'm in every single day. And I, I treat, you know, as a, a huge pillar of my business. You'll see a folder called comps, which is communications. And then you'll see down here, I have one called groups. Now, the cool thing is I've got Video Ranking Academy, Industry Syndicate, which is the podcasting network I'm in. I've got a whole bunch of different ones. The really cool thing is if I right click on this groups, I can actually open all at the same time. It's a huge strategy that I use for bookmark strategy. So for my groups, I'll open up every single tab and I'm not going in there necessarily with an intentionality that I'm going to just spam every single group. I'm actually looking for where can I actually bring value? And yes, Ramon, time-saving productivity. Um, I maximize my bookmarks because think about it. If I have to open 15 tabs for 15 groups, it actually is going to take me like two and a half minutes to go through that process or process for normal people. If I have it all in a folder and I just right-click and click open all tabs and I'm doing that every day, Monday to Thursday, and I'm saving two and a half minutes Monday to Thursday for the entire year. How much time is that going to save me? I go into the groups, though, back to what I was saying, and I really try and get intentional about my communication. I look for questions and problems that maybe I have insights to. I look for questions and problems that maybe apply to my world. And, oh, what's up, nurse practitioner? You're in Video Ranking Academy. That's awesome. Um, I look for problems that apply to my business because if I'm spending time in communications and engagement, well, I should be stacking in some learning and some, you know, working on my business time at the same time. 
sometimes if I have the answer, I'll make a connection right away. Sometimes if I know somebody that has the answer, I'll tag them in the post or I'll connect them with the person in a back channel conversation. So I'll then think about that from a relationship building perspective. I'm actually connecting two people that I don't even have the answer for, but could potentially help each other. And the butterfly effect of that has done massive things for my business over time too. Um, I talked to Alexandra Carter probably two months ago in the back channel. Absolutely love everything that she presents. I'm gonna stop the screen sharing here. And the center message, I said, hey, would you like to meet Ryan Serhant and the crew? And she's like, yeah, I'd love that connection. So I messaged Sydney Sherman, who's a friend of mine. And I said, you need to get this negotiations expert on the next live stream. They live stream to 10,000 members across the globe. So simply by proximity, Alexandra Carter got an opportunity with somebody that maybe she didn't know that she definitely should know. And I don't really get any direct benefit from that. But I can tell you there is a a larger vision for, well, if Justin dies tomorrow, maybe she shows up at my funeral. And if I can answer that question, then the business just comes by proximity. The unbreakable triple J, the organized dog. You make me laugh, man. Thank you. You thought time blocking was time you set a time. You thought time blocking was time I set aside to play with Legos. Definitely not. So that little strategy about the groups, I think put some intentionality around that. Put that in your calendar. Um, the reason I keep saying Monday to Thursday, if you were here for the time blocking and productivity segment last week, I spoke about this. I don't do reoccurring tasks on Friday because my wife might say, let's take a three-day weekend. My Fridays and my Saturdays are flex days. I work 75% of them, 80% of them, but I don't put repeating tasks on them because if I build a system that relies on me being there every single day, that I'm not going to be able to fulfill my promises on those days where I do have to go away. This should give you some insight into why I love Breakfast with Champions so much and why I took a segment on Friday mornings at 5.30 and I'm gonna be here every Friday at 5.30 is I get as much from giving all of this to you guys as I take, if that makes sense. I think everybody looks at engagements with relationships as like a net net, right? Like what am I getting? and what am I taking from the relationship? And I think where people really mistake is they try and take more than they're giving. I really think about it the opposite way is, you know, how can I give, 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 give? How can I be a super connector? And then honestly, the rest will absolutely come. So we talked about intentional participation in the places that you're in. We talked about time blocking time so you can be consistent in those spaces and identifying those core needs. I'd also say talk to new people. One of my favorite things to do that I learned from Mr. Lundy was turning people that are in the audience, so not the followed by speakers, but going down to the actual audience and clicking on people like Corey and following her and saying, hello, Corey, fill out your bio so we can get to know you a little bit more. And people like Lynn and clicking on her and following her and moving her to the followed by speaker section and Millie and following her. Now I just made three new connections with people that I've never met in my life before. Maybe they follow me back. Maybe they send me a DM, tell me they got some value from this. I look at their profiles, find ways that maybe I can help them. But I just added three new people to my world. There is absolutely no reason anybody that is in this room right now that literally has thousands of people going through it a day. There's been a thousand people here and it's only 608, 263 people. I guarantee you, you can find five right now in this room that you can click on their profiles, follow them, make a connection on here. I would also encourage you to go over to Instagram and then maybe that person is the person that moves the needle. So talk to new people. Also be confident. Every single one of you is incredibly, beautifully made and wonderfully powerful. 
you probably are hard on yourself and you maybe don't think you have anything of value, I promise you, you do. Maybe you were a pilot in a previous life. Maybe you're a mom and you can manage that like nobody's business. Maybe you love technology. Maybe you hate technology. Maybe you're good at health. Maybe you have other passions. Every one of you is more than you think you are. So be confident in your interactions with people. Do a little bit of that self-work and pour into like what those passions are so that when you have those engagements, you're really speaking about what you love. Right. I don't talk about things I don't know. I can talk about real estate. I can talk about media and productivity. Aside from that, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but I am pretty dialed in on the spaces that I'm passionate about. The next thing I'm going to tell you is put time in your calendar for learning. So if you've identified the people groups that you want to be a part of and where you're going to go in and either attract clients or attract people, you've also figured out their core needs and their problems. Start learning every single day. So I definitely want to tell you that one of the other tips I have is 7.30 to 8 o'clock every single day, I'm typically sitting in my sauna with a book and I'm learning. Or 8.30 to 9 as I'm driving in the office, I'm typically learning as well. I have an audio book on and I'm learning. And I'm not just picking up whatever to read just for fun and trying to just be the everyman. Although I do try and keep a balance of not just being one thing, but I'm intentionally learning either about YouTube or doing an inventory, um, how to succeed in a low inventory course for real estate, or I'm in the Video Ranking Academy, figuring out stuff about my channel and long-term growth and engaging there, right? I'm always putting time in my calendar to learn. It makes a difference. Number three, so you have a CRM, so you've picked a CRM, you're starting to put people in that CRM and tag them up based on kind of where they're at in the stage of your connection with them. We've talked about being part of groups and showing up consistently in those groups and breakfast with champions is a great spot for that. So you can definitely keep coming back to this one. Third thing, up. people will DM somebody and say, Hey, do you want to be in my podcast? And then get a response like, well, booked up right now. You know, I, I really like to develop relationships with people first, but definitely open to it in the future. It happens to me all of the time. And then they disappear and they never follow up. I can tell you there's one guy right now who's been bugging me to get on my podcast for a while who just keeps showing up, showed up on a Facebook reel and Facebook reels are popping off right now. So if you're not doing that, you got to get educated on, on that. Um, but I did a Facebook reel and somebody trolled my comment about real estate agents. And I got into a, a very nice debate with this person about the value of an agent. And this guy popped in and he's not really in my space and really got tangible about his experience and you know the value of a good agent versus a bad agent. And I do think bad agents are overpaid. I think good agents are undervalued. But all of a sudden I'm like, that's an insightful conversation. But more than that, it actually made me think about his voice. Not that like, oh, he's supporting me and for sure he's gonna come on the podcast, but like it was an educated response to a pretty complex question. So that actually triggered in my mind, this guy would probably be an interesting guest. Next thing I did was I actually started going down his content. So I found his YouTube channel. So he's been putting out content, which gave me the ability to check him out. And I saw how he spoke and I'm like, oh, this guy's my people. He's very similar to other guests that I've had. And then I looked at mutual connections. I reached out to two of those connections, asked if he was legit. They said they were, bam, he's gonna be on the podcast. So there's a real world example of how, you know, he had an idea of what people group he wanted to attain, which was me. He figured out where I was. So he went to the platforms that I was in figured out what my problem was, which was dealing with uh, an ordinary person online in the comments, found a solution, got on my radar, 
And then because he's been putting content out for so long, I was able to vet him and get him on the show all within probably took me less than 10 minutes to go through that whole process. So make sure you're following up with people. Um, Brian talked about it earlier, staying connected. I think it's very important to stay connected with people from a real world standpoint, like people like Ramon and, you know, other friends that I've met, Amanda knows this. I've never actually met her in person, but we connect on a regular basis. I just check in with her to check in with her to see how she's doing with her goals, her podcast launch, her YouTube channel, like all the things that she's working on. The relationship has gotten to a point where I want to see her succeed. And that follow-up is what leads to the opportunities. Um, she posted something the other day. I don't know if you're on the live stream, Amanda. If you're on YouTube, just drop it in the comments. But that quote that she posted about find friends that will wave your flag or, or just champion you when you're not in the room, that is what it's all about. It's about those eight to tens and the way that you're going to get them to that place where they really know who you are without blinking an eye and they're going to go to bat for you and they're going to do say what I did for Alexandra when they're not even paying attention is by following up and staying connected with them. And then also revisit older connections. This is one that's happened recently um, to me. I had a, my best friend growing up. We kind of grew apart just because of proximity and time. And, you know, it's very interesting because we built tree houses together forever. Like you're talking lived across the street from me. We, we took our big wheels and kind of crashed into each other when we first met, eyed each other up a little bit and been like, is this guy cool? You know, is he going to be my competition? And being best friends forever, uh, built tree houses and all those fun things really grew up together. But I left Montreal in the early 2000s and he was busy doing his job and had kids and I had kids and, you know, I didn't have any intentionality behind relationship building. Meanwhile, I built my little empire. This guy goes on to start building the Amazon warehouses across Canada. So owns one of the largest building companies in all of Canada. And I joke because I was the guy selling the idea to my parents and his parents that we weren't going to kill ourselves building the treehouse. He was the guy taking materials and actually building them. So now he builds really big buildings and I sell them to people. So I look at that relationship and I think about, man, revisiting that old connection. And I remember probably started about five or six years ago. I was in Montreal with my wife and just visited him, visited his kid, just caught up and it's interesting because real friends like that, it's like you didn't miss a beat, right? 10 years can go by and you can reconnect with these people. And if they know the intentionality is there and you're the same person with the same intent, the relationship holds up. I actually now thought about him the other day. Um, there's a company called Roots of Fight that does um, shirts for like Muhammad Ali and all the boxers and wrestlers and everything you can imagine out there. I hope he's not watching this, but he's a huge Brett the Hitman Hart fan. Like, he used to love WWF, Triple J, if you're in the comments, say what up. I know this is your space. This guy used to jump, jump off fences, do backflips, used to do the sharpshooter, like WWF moves. And he was like the Brett the Hitman Heart fan. So what did I do? I bought him a t-shirt of Brett the Hitman Heart for Christmas. No real intentionality. I don't need anything from him. I don't want his listings. And Well, I want all listings on the planet, but that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because he's going to get the shirt and he's going to smile and he's going to laugh. And it, again, it's just that intentionality of man. Like I see you, I love you. You know, I'm, I'm glad you're succeeding and, and here's a token of that. Right. And I think revisiting old connections, following up with people and staying connected is probably the most important thing, but you got to do it consistently long-term like Brian Hess was talking about earlier. I would also say then once you've got that baseline, right? You can look back and reassess. So I do this every single year. I really try and make an effort to 
go back and clean up my database. If you're doing it consistently throughout the year, it makes a massive difference, right? Because you're not having to just sit down for two hours and clean up your database. It's it's that general maintenance that really prevents you from getting that overwhelm that we all experience. And then we just put off the task. But every single year around Christmas, we typically take that list of clients and we look at like, who's my ideal client avatar? Like, who am I trying to serve? Brett, the, Brett Hart was one of my favorites, says uh, Triple J. He was definitely. Um, you know, I think about why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I think I go back to intentionality that I said in the very, very beginning, right? I said, prime wants to become the most trusted name in real estate. I'm not going to get there by trying to compete with the marketing companies that are just going to try and sell your house for the cheapest commission possible. And that are focused on scaling profit and use technology to try and cut out the middleman because they, they're tricking consumers to thinking, well, that's going to save you money. Meanwhile, if somebody sells your house for call it 300,000, but you could have gotten 400,000, that's a real thing, right? Like you may be leaving a hundred grand on the table, but I'm not going to spend my time trying to convince that person that sees no value in what I do to work with me. I'm getting way more zeroed in on the person that understands the net net game. And if I can show them a tangible way, case studies and data on how I can sell their home for more money in less time, and they can trust my process. That's the people I want to work with, right? And that's where getting the intentionality on, okay, now how do I go find those connections? That's what I'm going to show you next. So I've got about 12 minutes. I want to show you one of the most powerful ways I ever learned to do this. And I do it on different spreadsheets for a reason. So I'm going to show you one that I literally started yesterday, but I stopped myself in my tracks because I figured we're doing the live stream on Breakfast with Champions. Why don't I just share this tactic and I'll give it to you in perpetuity and you can literally do this today. So I was in a room the other day and somebody asked about the feeds on Facebook and LinkedIn. And she said, what if I miss something? What if I miss somebody's birthday? What if I miss somebody's pet passed away? What if I miss whatever, right? And I'm not there for that moment. Am I missing the opportunity to connect with that person? And we had about a 45 minute discussion around this. We talked about a curating your feeds. So making sure that you're following the right people. We talked about Facebook and being able to go in and create custom lists so that one of our brothers on this app said, you know, he does business in Michigan and Florida. So he actually creates two different lists in Facebook, one for Florida, one for Michigan. And he has it in his calendar that he'll go through those kind of like I talked about earlier. But I talked about another tactic that I got taught by the LinkedIn queen, Miss Judy Fox. Um, I'll get her on Breakfast with Champions sometimes. She's an absolute beast. So let me show you what she taught me. So if you're in the Breakfast with Champions, I'm going to be explaining this as I go through it because it's an audio only experience. Um, but if you want to click the link at the top and come into the YouTube channel, you can watch it there. If you hit that sub button, you can definitely watch the replay as well. So the first thing I'm going to show you is where I live. So you see this background? This is Grand Bend, Ontario. This is Canada. That's right. We have beaches and they're super awesome. I just thought I would throw that in there. There is my LinkedIn sheet. So check this out. So it's not magic. It's not anything super, super fancy. All it is, is it's a spreadsheet. And in that spreadsheet, I've got somebody's name. I've got what they do. I've got a description of what they do. And I have a link. And now I'm going to explain to you why I have it structured like this. So an article came out. And it said, here's 20 influencers in the world of real estate in Canada. This isn't a list of the top 20 social media influencers because we know a lot of people just pay for those placements and I'm not super interested in building that list. But when I read this part, which Canadian real estate experts hold the largest weight when it comes to influencing others got my attention. And then I looked at this. 
and I saw Torin Eggert, Executive Vice President, Portfolio Management, Crombie REIT. So a REIT is a real estate investment trust. REITs buy very large buildings. I sell very large buildings. I've sold many very large buildings to many REITs. I have a building right now that I can sell to a REIT that is like specifically built for a REIT sale. So I have my like three or four that I typically go to and show them the product, establish value, and then I bring it to market and that's how we'll sell it. I'm like, I don't know Torrent. So Judy Fox taught me this and she said, you know, LinkedIn's a very funny place where for years, many, many people just go on there and spam people, go on the feed, click, 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 click. She's like, you're literally missing the entire thing about LinkedIn. And that's the intentionality behind why and how you can build relationships. So quick hack, if you have an autoresponder and you follow me on LinkedIn, you're probably getting unfollowed. If you're not going to take the time to actually send me a message, I mean, I'm just a line on a sheet for you, not super interested in, in developing a relationship. But check this out. This LinkedIn sheet, when I click Torn Eggert, Executive Vice President description, and I click on this link, it's going to bring me somewhere. It's going to bring me to his activity page or her activity page. And I can see all of her recent activity. Why is this important? This is important because of the same premise that I told you earlier. If I highlight all of the links and I open, say, 15 or 20 of these at the same time, I can go through and I can read all of her comments and things that she's actually involved in. Queen Street West, I actually, my brother-in-law has a business in this area. So now I have like a direct link and interest to what they're doing on Queen Street West. So maybe I read this later, maybe I take time to respond, but I can go through her feed and see what she's up to and actually interact like a real human being. And that's where a lot of people miss it on LinkedIn is they just go in and they go thumbs up, you know, rocket emoji and they move on. I'll literally sit down and I'll write a, a novel or better yet, I'll use voice to text and I'll talk as if I'm talking to the person in their comments or I will share their comment with somebody that is maybe in their space. Maybe there's a massive relationship that I could hook up with her with her developer that doesn't give me a direct interest in whatever she's working on now, but establishes a cadence of trust because I put her in touch with somebody who like knows me, knows me. And then she realizes maybe I'm solid. And then if I ask her to be on the podcast, it's a very different relationship than if I just cold email her. Monica Ricci said, commenting on LinkedIn creates a connection with peeps. It does, Monica. Um, I actually got on Ariana Huffington's radar through LinkedIn. You'd be absolutely shocked at how much traction you can get on LinkedIn by doing thoughtful, long form comments. And also if you can get in there and you'll notice, actually, I just clicked to uh, become her connection. I don't know that she's going to connect with me right now, but watch in about a week or two, that's going to change. As you comment long form on people's comments, if you're first out of the gate, if you can get in that pin placement on LinkedIn in their comments, nobody's comments are three comments on this post, right? 16,000 followers. I could get in placement where those 16,000 people see my comment. And if it's thoughtful commentary, a lot of times on LinkedIn, intelligent people are going to look at you and be like, this is somebody that I actually want to know. Right. So that's a little insight. So how do I actually build this out? I'll show you very quickly. And then I'm going to shut down the live stream, go back to breakfast with champions, and we can pop into any more Q and a before the next segment. So here's the article. So how do I do it? It's not rocket science. Erwin Setso. Erwin Setso is actually a friend of mine. So this will be pretty funny. So Erwin Setso, I literally copy his name. I'll copy what the article actually said about him. Hamilton, Ontario. He runs investment groups. Um, I'm actually their preferred referral partner um, by doing stuff like this with him. Oh, sorry. Let me just double click on here. I'm going to input all of his details into the cell. So I, I know 
when I'm talking to him, who he is and what he does. I already know Erwin, so it's a little bit of a different thing. It's already got his LinkedIn link. So this is the cool thing is the article gives me his LinkedIn link. And here's the hack, right? I always laugh about LinkedIn. I don't know why I'm not connected with Erwin, but I see that he's involved with Grant Cardone's Wealth Hacker. So there you go. There's another connection to Breakfast with Champions and Glenn and Grant and Erwin. It's a small world, isn't it? But when I go to his LinkedIn page, all I have to do now, it's very, very easy, is go down to activity. So this is the key. So if you go to somebody's profile and you just copy their profile link, again, efficiency, right? If I copy 20 of these and I go to their profiles and then I scroll down and then I click on their activity and I do that 20 times, think about the inefficiency of that every time you're trying to do this in your time block. Time is money. So you go to their activity, you copy this activity link, and then you put it here. Easy peasy. I just realized that I put the information for what he does in the wrong form, but I think you understand the concept, right? And I'm gonna show you one more thing before I wrap up this stream. So now I have Erwin and I have Torin. What I'm going to do is I'll notice I actually have my assistant tagged in this spreadsheet and leveraging my assistant, I'm gonna turn around and have him pump in the next 18. But then I'm going to, in my LinkedIn time once a week, I'm typically going to go into this and then go through all 20 of their activity feeds. Sounds like a lot of work, but does it if it gives you 155 new listings? Does it if it puts you in a relationship that will change your life and, and ultimately give you complete freedom? I don't think it's a lot of work when you think about it that way. You'll notice too on the live stream, if I go here, I have a list that says press. So I actually have all of the press that are in my local area. So whenever I do press releases, I drop it on their activity feeds or I email them. It's just another little thoughtful way that I actually end up winning awards and getting profiled in the news and get the phone calls from all of the agents and everybody else. So anyways, for the live stream, I'm going to end the broadcast. Thank you for being here. There was a ton of comments. You guys are absolutely amazing. Just wanted to make sure I didn't miss any questions. I think we're good, but I'll go back into the YouTube comments and reply there anytime. You can find me on the Instagrammies as well. If you want a copy of this replay, click on my Instagram profile and just sign up for the resources and I'll flip it to you after I'm ending this broadcast. I'm going back to the one and only clubhouse, the one and only breakfast with champions. Probably my, f not no, not probably my favorite breakfast table. Is there anybody that wants to chime in in the last three minutes and give me some feedback on that segment? Hopefully, well done, well done, well time. done. Very well done, J Justin. That was big lit, bro. You're so calm and cool and collected, but that was on point. Thank you so much, TM. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Thank Justin. you, Justin. Thank you. Ah, thank you so much. Yeah, I never know if it provides value, right? I just, I'm taking all the crazy things that have helped me kind of get to where I got and trying to give you tools. Does anybody have any questions? Feel free to unmic and say your name, as Ramon says. Justin, this is Triple J. What's going on, man? <laughs> uh, yes, I want to ask. Um, now, are you on two different devices, or your computer, or your phone? How are you, how did you do your uh, your simultaneous casting? Oh, so I use an app called StreamYard. If you go to justinconico.com slash resources, there's a free link there. Um, I think it's made the views be with you. Um, there's a code that'll be sent to you that gives you a free month. I like StreamYard because you can plug in Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and stream to all of those platforms, or you can do private streams. And what I'm trying to do, I have a roadcaster at the office. I'm trying to get another one for here. 
is I could give the Breakfast with Champions crew a special link and you guys can actually come on live. So that's my intentionality with this segment is I do want to make it interactive and give the Breakfast with Champions people some extra juice for them to be able to come in and collaborate on stuff in the future. But it's called StreamYard. Okay, I, I have that. I was using it for podcasting, but I didn't even think about it for the other stuff. I'm, I, I got you, man. No, I love you. you, brother. And actually, the podcasting video stream thing is very interesting. Um, when we have a business week where we talk about maybe that side of things, what I'll do is I'll do a live stream and I'll show you how in less than seven minutes, I can take exactly what we just did and put it across nine platforms. So put it over two podcasts and just upload it and just... Again, that system and efficiency that's come over time, I'll share that all with you guys in the future for sure. Man, thank you, man. That was great value. And uh, love the Bret Hart reference, baby. Yeah, the sharpshooter. Anthony's put me in a bunch of sharpshooters over my life, and maybe that's why I have hip problems now. But definitely, definitely appreciate you, brother. If there's anybody else, we got a minute left. Unmike and say your name. As Hi, this, is, say. this is Janice and Justin. I just want to thank you so much. I love the way that we can go over to YouTube and see all of that. You gave so much value, and I'm definitely going to your website, definitely doing all those different things. The LinkedIn for the that was excellent information and i just thank you very much and that is all on janice i'm late well you can do something for me then you can go to judy fox's page on instagram and dm her and tell her thank you and drop my name she will laugh i was she's on clubhouse quite often um and she's in smaller rooms so if you want to connect with her about linkedin i definitely definitely encourage that and like i said you guys are family so you can drop my name for sure. But it is 6.30. I know we're going to another segment. Who do we got? Hey, Justin, Sarah. it's Sean. How are you? I just wanted to, I wanted to comment for a few minutes about uh, what you, can we keep this going for yeah, a few I mean, minutes? And uh, I just wanted to say that your segment today just shows your authenticity, like how much you live this, how much you absolutely rock in your industry and everything like that. So I'm just really appreciative. And I don't know if there's anybody else that wanted to comment because it was such a good segment. We have a few minutes while we're waiting for Kim to reset her phone and get. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, here. but okay, also. Yeah, but I'd love for you to so let's have a couple times in anyway. I'd like to comment. Justin, I just wanted to tell you thank you so much. You dropped so many nuggets, and one of the. Um, the things that I struggled Hello, with is I morning. had the equipment to go live and do those things, but the way that you did it, oh my God. And I know that it takes time and work, but it can be overwhelming and frustrating when your equipment and your technology, I know Glenn talks about it sometimes and um, it, it can be frustrating, but you did it so well. So I really commend you on the process and I thank you for all of the nuggets that you dropped. Thank you, Dr. Shapiro and um, grateful rising to everyone. I'm Thank you, Tony. I definitely appreciate that. And this oh, is Dora Maria. I wanted to make sure I um, I commented. Um, definitely echoing everyone's thoughts. This was such a great session, um, and I really love when you go live. Um, the only thing I wanted to add was when you sent that um, LinkedIn uh, connection to that person. I have like now gotten into a habit of clicking on personalizing that invite. So where it says send a note. I, I click on that. And then I, I mentioned like, it's a very short space, so you have to be very measured in your words. But I say, hey, I am wanting to connect with you because of X, and I would love for you to see 
you know, what the win is for them, for example. Like, if I'm connecting with someone, like I had connected with someone with, um, they're really into design and accessibility when it comes to software applications. And I said, I would love to learn more about your accessibility best practices. So that their win is in that note. And so when they get it, they see the win for them and the win for me. And then usually I have a more, like I have a more receptive uh, connection after that. So that's all I wanted to add on, on that particular note um, when I'm trying to build connections. So thanks. Super smart. I just learned something. Thank you so much. Justin, this is Dr. Delmacron. I absolutely appreciate what you said when you went back to basically taking the rooms of large capacity and going into the profiles and clicking on profiles because I realize I've been on here since December the 12th. I just started a business, which is called Tapestry, where you basically get paid just for sharing an app. And Clubhouse has been very helpful with that. Um, it's only a dollar, but the app has 30 million people on here. So a dollar plus 30 million could be 30 million, no matter which way you look at it. But yeah, I believe going into the profiles are gold because a lot of people are nervous to come up to the stage and speak. And when you talk about psychology, it's absolutely amazing because I come from the background of direct sales, selling Kirby vacuums door to door, and no one ever stood how, but <laughs> my aunt tells me I, I, I've basically just been a gift to customers because customers always tell me I'm a different type of salesperson. And I know it comes from the spiritual side because I never made sales off of per se the product. I always made sales off of just the spiritual side. They'd always say they never seen an individual who cared so much. That did bite me in the ass at times, but um, for the most part, it was there was a lot of value for the ones that did buy. And I realized for those who don't really, I mean, in this room, I'm sure everyone does, but a lot of people take Clubhouse for granted because a lot of connections are made on here with people that you would never ever think you meet. Like I met Les Brown and Jeff the Entrepreneur. I'm like, wow, <laughs> like this Clubhouse, this space is absolutely incredible. And also, I don't know why, but I, I hold rooms every morning between the hours of 8 and 11. It's very hard to pull people in. Been working on it. I feel my criteria is good. Some people say I have to make a topic which actually is um, not confrontational, but um, basically a negative and then turn the people who come in and actually tell me <clears throat> what I'm talking about because it seems like a lot of people don't attract to small rooms they only go in if you have real big rooms oh 100 brother we we appreciate you thank you for joining us on breakfast with champions if you want to catch the live version you can follow us on clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m to 11 a.m eastern time monday through friday saturday 6 to noon and sundays with our 111 sunday service make sure you're keeping up with breakfast with champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.